Yeah. Get off your high horse and into the booth. It was better the first time you tried it. It was. It's Max Friedman and, and Joe Noodleman. Joe Noodleman, with the, the Comedy Butcher Show. The Comedy Butcher Podcast live show. This version. is a live show. Yeah. Um. This ha- this happened September 11th, 2017. <laughs> Very funny day. <laughs> not not for three thousand people it wasn't Max. Everybody else ate Hel- it up. Hilarious. Okay. <laughs> uh, this show featured Josh Edgness. Four comics. Yeah. Josh Edgness. Josh Edgness. Sonal Argawal. Josh Edgness is like a young guy who seems like an old Jew. That's actually incredibly accurate. Very uncoordinated. Yeah, that too. Very funny though. One of my best friends. One of Max's best friends. Yes. Yes. Um Sonal oh. Agarwal. Mm-hmm. Uh very funny comic, also a friend. She lifted me up over her back before the show. Yeah, Max was very impressed with her physical prowess. Before yeah, she the does show. yoga massage. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, she does yoga for you, and it just she spins you around. She does yoga for you. That's a yoga. That sounds like is. performance. It's a little bit like that. Okay, she does weird water shit. I haven't done it yet. I'm trying to get her to do it without charging me. But good but comic, Jamie Carbone. Jamie Carbone, fat and nerdy. Yes, but mostly. Fat. Don't. Uh, very, really funny though. He's a feature act. I thought you were gonna say, but really fat. <laughs> well, that, I guess it doesn't go without saying. So we should say, really, just a very fat person and funny. <laughs> <laughs> Great comic. Uh, I kind of stop calling people fat, especially. Uh, yeah, you should stop. Danny Kellis, the headliner. Uh, yeah, great comic, great yeah, guy. One of my favorite comics to watch in yeah. the city. He had one of my favorite sets I've seen him have, and I've seen him have a lot of very good sets. Yeah, this is a great show. It was a really good show. Uh, and the show's going to be changing going forward a little Big bit. Big changes. Big changes. Bam, bam, bam. Got a new Piano Man. Yeah, uh, Josh Hudgens is going to take over also, as Piano Man. Also, show's moving to Thursdays. Yeah, second Thursday every month. So the next show is actually October 12th. Yeah, it's going to be Doors at 8. Show at 9. And show at 9. Set. Still going to be at the Co-Prosperity Sphere. Which is 3219 South Morgan in Bridgeport. Right. Yeah. That's it. And there's a fee at the door now. It's 10 Ten dollars suggested uh, fee. Yeah, but that goes uh, mostly. A lot of that goes to support Lumpen Radio. Yeah, and uh, it's no longer BYOB. So, yeah. uh, but there is a bar which again proceeds. Blah blah blah. Yeah, fee. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll put Max. Okay, so, um, really now. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of some like vehicle. I was trying to do a, a, a like a ten nine eight, but I don't want to do that. You just. Do you just want to say, here's the show? Fasten up. What does that mean? Well, I want to say seatbelt, but I, I know, but you, you, yeah, you, you can't go to the well that many times. Yeah. Yeah. Put on, on your, your goggles helmet. and get get ready to do the backstroke. Because be this is the, the the show. This is the Comedy Butcher show. You're going to like it. Oh, my God. Comedy Butcher, how are we doing? Oh, my God. Give yourselves a round of applause for coming out tonight, huh? We have a great... Stand-up comedy showcase for you guys. I want you guys to get really loud and welcome to the stage your hosts tonight, Max Friedman and Joe Noodleman. Hey, all right. Hello, welcome to the Comedy Butcher. Give yourselves a round of applause. Hi. Thanks for coming up. My name is Max Friedman. How about me? And how about your co-host for the evening, the lovely Joe Noodleman, huh? You got a stronger applause than I did, Joe. Well, I'm better than you. Uh, <laughs> uh, so this is this is uh, different, right? Uh, we decided a, we're best friends, well, so we're doing true. everything together from now on. 
I'm really uncomfortable about everything that's happening right now. But he didn't want to do this at all. No. And I'm like, I only have 12 minutes of material, and I can't, can't keep doing it every week. So we're, now we're doing everything as buddies. We spent the whole day together. We actually did spend the whole He came to my office. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys had to guess three things that are probably in this man's office, and bear in mind when you're guessing, he has very long hair and boot-cut jeans. I, I what are the three things? Do you want to guess? Computer. Computer? Cat poster? He, cactus? Computer was right. I the one I was hoping. <laughs> I feel like you guys think Joe is softer than he is. Yeah. You're all wrong. It's Samurai Sword. You see it. Yeah. You see it. It's not Look. my Samurai Sword. Well, it's come the on. office's Samurai Sword. But you're, in your heart, it's yours. No, you're the one who put, he put it in his belt. To, like, oh, man. Yeah, I put it in my belt. I got to pretend like I was a samurai the whole day. Josh who gets to do that? I, I it was a great a, day. I do own a bonsai tree, if you guys know who guessed that. <laughs> Is that. That seems like it's on character for me, right? Like, I, I look like the guy who owns a bonsai oh, tree. Oh, yeah. I, I try to meditate, but I'm too... You ever, you ever try to meditate, but you're just, like, too lazy to do it? Like, you're too lazy to relax, right? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going great, Max. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of... Who's having fun right now? <laughs> this guy's an idiot. Stupid person. Not a good guy to host a show with as a best friend. World class. World class. Oh, thanks, We're great man. buds. That means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's use a samurai sword the whole day. How about that? Apparently not. Apparently. Well, hey, who thanks, here man. has been to the comedy butcher before? Yeah, clap if you've been here before. Oh, it's great. Who is it the first time for the con Oh my God, we got new people, that's great. Well, let me tell you how, Joe and I will take turns telling you, we won't take turns, well, I'm gonna tell you how, do we'll, at, at the very same time, Joe and I are going to explain what, how this- What are we gonna tell them? That we're, we should figure uh, this out now before we tell them. <laughs> it, that's not fun, dude. Well, what, I, how much this is supposed to be like jazz. This is jazz. This is jazz? Jazz sucks. No, John Coltrane <laughs> wasn't like, what are, what are you going to do on the drums while I like, go nuts on the saxophone right now? Yeah, you had to feel it out. Are you trying to say that like I'm the John Coltrane in this relationship? Was he the bad one? No, dude, he was the chill saxophone guy. <laughs> yeah? So he knows what I'm talking about. Do you, do you like John Coltrane? <laughs> but I'm totally him, right? Yeah, dude, hey, this guy's tight. You, I don't like you anymore. What, why? what do you mean you don't like him? He's wearing a paintball shirt. What's not to like? I guess he's... You're, okay, you're right. I like you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. Here's what's going to happen during the show. We bring some of our favorite comics. Do it with me, dude. We bring some, we of, bring our some of our favorite, favorite com comics, comics from all over the city, including the South Side, including Rogers Park. We got people from Idaho. You're fucking up. Idaho. No one on the show is from Idaho. No one on the show has ever been from Idaho. In fact, I don't think we should ever have a comic from Idaho. That dude, not cool to say. I only know one not comic from Idaho, and you don't want to have him anyway. Oh, I don't like him very much at all. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he like quit stand up though. We kind of we're going into inside baseball. Very right? handsome this guy. This is the guy you have no idea who he is. His name is Miles Hendricks. Don't say it's, that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> This is being recorded for a podcast. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure he knows I don't like him. Hey, here's what... <laughs>
And what we do is we break these Joe, come on. Uh, we break these, these comics, comics down to into a large into space, a space where they probably shouldn't where be. Where they do their show. best, their best do, material, and, and you're gonna laugh at the them, reason maybe. it works. It doesn't. Well, sometimes it doesn't work. It works every works. single time. <laughs> and why is that? Because we had a great audience. That's a good reason. We got a great audience. <laughs> Give a round of applause to the audience. It's a lot of fun. I feel like you practiced for this more than I do. Me? I'm just, dude, I think what you're finally dawning on is talent levels a little higher than yours. Um, well, when it comes to things that don't matter, you're really <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm the king at, like, eating, like, three salads in a day. You know what I mean? And then, like, I tell people about it, and I'm like, that matters. And they're like, that doesn't matter. That He's doesn't very matter proud of his all. dietary. Yeah. I'm ripped, dude. Sure. Sure you are. <laughs> he thinks he's in great shape. He thinks he's a very hot guy. Is he a hot guy? Is he hot? Yeah, paintball. Yeah. If he, you know what? You know who's the one guy who's hotter than me, though? Miles Hendricks? <laughs> I was going to say Joe Noodleman. They're going to clap for you. Oh, that was nice of you. Yeah, but then you <laughs> shit all over me with your personality okay. that you have all the time. <laughs> I don't have it all the time. I sleep. <laughs> Hey, should we get this show started? Well, okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, we got a real barn burner for you tonight. The great comics. This next guy from. Oh, fuck. I br this is the second time tonight I broke this. I literally well, just, never do a show and don't that, break the mic stand. stand. Just clear just that stand. Just clear the stand. This first guy, he's a good buddy of mine. You guys may recognize him from WCIU Chicago. Yeah, big time comedian. Big time comedian, Zanies. He also brought us up because we weren't sure how to start the show when we do it at the same time. So why don't you guys give a warm round of applause for your first comment. Let's start clapping right now. Josh Edgeness. Hey, give it up again for those guys, huh? Hi, my name's Josh. I used to smoke weed in high school. I was about to ask if anyone in here smoked weed in high school. That's not necessary. How would you try to hide it from your parents that you were smoking weed? So you had a sploof? A sploof? Yeah, it's a good plan. That's a good plan. I had the worst plan in the world. Me and my friend Cameron, we used to smoke joints in my backyard. We had this plan where if my dad ever came out, we were gonna throw the joint. Step one. <laughs> And then we were gonna tell him that we were just outside looking at the stars. <laughs> and that is not a good plan because to tell someone you're outside looking at the stars is just a much more romantic way to tell them that you were smoking weed. <laughs> like if I said that to my dad, he wouldn't have gone upstairs to my mom and been like, hey, Josh is really into astronomy now. <laughs> he would have gone upstairs and he would have been like, hey, Josh is smoking weed outside. And I think he's dating Cameron. <laughs> Walked in on them. <laughs> School man. You had to be sneaky in high school. I don't like when adults try to be really discreet about smoking weed, though. I think they look really stupid. Like, a lot of my friends have these one-hitter pipes that are painted to look like cigarettes. And I don't know what they think they look like when they use that. <laughs> like, do they think someone is peering down an alley and is just like, those poor guys <laughs> could only afford one cigarette between the five of them. <laughs> and they can't even figure out how to light it. <laughs> A tragedy. <laughs> school. I do. I still. I still hide that I smoke weed from my dad. I do like my dad a lot, though. He's cool. I don't like those dads that assume that their son is gay because they haven't brought a girl around for a while. You know. I think those dads have way too much confidence in their loser sons. <laughs> right. 
Like, how delusional do you have to be to be sitting there and be like, Mark hasn't brought a girl around for a while. Must be out there crushing dick. <laughs> it's the only explanation for my stud of a son. <laughs> like, my daddy's a cool guy. I like how my life's going in general. I recently moved into a studio apartment, which I really like. I didn't like looking for it, though, because I had to go on showings of studio apartments. I don't know if you guys have ever gone on a showing of a studio apartment with a real estate agent. But that's pretty much just two adults agreeing to meet up and confirm that a room exists. <laughs> right? And then you have to ask a bunch of asinine questions so you don't feel like you're wasting each other's time. <laughs> like I walked into one, there's literally one window, and I had to just walk up to it and be like, anything I got to know about this window? <laughs> no, I just had to kill time because I feel like an apartment showing should not be quicker than a drug deal. <laughs> no? It's been great. I've been liking that. The only thing that hasn't been going good in my life lately is my grandma has been way too active on Facebook lately. I don't know if you guys have grandparents on Facebook. Usually they're very sweet. They'll write stuff like, Michael, saw you went to the baseball game. Very fun. Love, grandma. You know, like They write little letters. Uh, but my grandma thinks that Facebook is a dating website that I am doing very poorly on. <laughs> so she tries to help me out any chance she gets. Anytime I post a picture on Facebook, my grandma will try to wingman me and she'll just comment, hot pick. <laughs> or she'll write, nice muscles. <laughs> and I don't know what she thinks she's doing. <laughs> like, does she think there's a 22-year-old girl scrolling through my feed who's like, I'm not sure about this guy. Oh my god. <laughs> but this older Argentinian woman seems to really like him. <laughs> and they have the same last name. <laughs> it's my thing. It's crazy. She's crazy on Facebook. She posts a lot of fake news. Uh, which I think a lot of older people do, but I, I'm Jewish, and she posts a lot from this website. If, you, if any of you are Jewish, you might have other family members, a lot of old Jewish family members post from this. It's a website, fake news website. It's called jewsnews.com. <laughs> yes, really, this is a real fake news website, and their real slogan on their homepage, you can look this up after, is it's not news unless it's Jews news. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> First of all, it's never, it's never Jews news. It's like regular like Republican fake news. Like It's never a headline that's like, Bar Mitzvah DJ plays Black Eyed Peas song that says Mazel Tov. Crowd goes wild. <laughs> it's never that. It's crazy. And Jews news isn't even a thing. Jews news just sounds like an old woman misheard blues clues. <laughs> it's a dumb website. I hate it. I, I don't like a lot of stuff. I like the internet, but I don't like a lot of terminology with it. Like I don't like uh, that texting term ghosting. Are we all familiar with that term? Yeah, I don't like it, because I don't think it makes any sense, right? Because what happens when someone ghosts you? It means that you were, like, in contact with them, and then they stopped contacting you out of nowhere, right? And I think that's the exact opposite of what a ghost would do. <laughs> yeah. Like, to me, that term would only make sense if one of your friends was like, yo, dude, this girl, like, totally ghosted me last night, man. Like, totally wouldn't leave my apartment until I figured out the true circumstances surrounding her murder. <laughs> I'd be like, that is very ghost-like. <laughs> Get it checked out. <laughs> I also don't like the power structure that we as a society have assigned to the blowjob. Right? I don't think that makes sense, right? Because we act like a guy receiving a blowjob is in a position of power, right? And that makes no sense. Because what, what are you doing in a blowjob? You're putting your penis, the most vulnerable part of your body, into somebody's mouth, which is where they keep their teeth. That's insane. The mouth can get to the center of a Tootsie Roll Pop in less than two seconds. You're gonna put your penis in there? That's insane. I know it's insane, because in 2007, they made a horror movie called Teeth. Yeah, a lot of you are familiar with it. Yeah, so, for those of you that don't know, Teeth is a horror movie where the villain is a woman who has teeth in her vagina, 
and sometimes she has sex with men and she'll bite their penis off. And it's a kind of popular movie. It's a big horror movie, right? Well, she's, yeah, but she's like the scary part of it, right? She's the scary, and that's the whole point. The whole thread of this horror movie, the whole idea is wouldn't it be scary to put your penis into something that had teeth? <laughs> you know, like a human mouth? <laughs> Pretty wild. <laughs> Here's, here's some, we'll learn a little something. Can you guys do me a favor and clap if you know what Crohn's disease is? Very cool, about 50-50. For those of you that don't know, this is going to be kind of educational and kind of gross. But Crohn's disease is this disease where sometimes when you eat things, your body can't process it right. And then occasionally when you poop, there is some blood in it. So we all know that now. That's good. Uh, and Crohn's disease is something that I have. And when I found out I had it, I didn't want to tell any of my friends. Which I think is super fair. Because I just told all of you guys about it. <laughs> and you guys hated it. <laughs> right? So I tried to be sneaky about it when I first found out I had it. I'd go to the bathroom real sneaky, not say what I was doing, slip in, slip out. And I was doing this for a while. And then one time I came out of the bathroom, and one of my friends was there waiting for me with like a really worried look on his face. And I come out, and he just launched into this prepared speech. And he's like, hey, man. Uh, we all notice you've been acting real weird lately, been real distant, slipping in and out, going to the bathroom, not saying why, and he's like going on and on. And like in my head, I'm freaking out, and I'm just like, oh my God, like he knows what Crohn's disease is. <laughs> like this is awful, and I, I'm having this kind of panic attack, and this weird thing happens, he stops, and he just puts his hand on my shoulder, he's like running out of steam, and he just goes, you gotta be honest with me, man. If you've been slipping into the bathroom to do cocaine? <laughs> and I was like, you caught me. <laughs> It's great. And then from that point on, I became like addicted to the illusion I was doing cocaine. Yeah. Started wearing a lot of Hawaiian shirts around. Yeah. I listened to that song, Tainted Love, on repeat, and I'd be like, yeah, it's a coke thing. And all the coke guys do it, and I loved it. I think I would have done it forever. But my friend group started hanging out with this guy that loved cocaine. So one time I went to the bathroom to do my thing, and this guy was with my friends, and he was like, oh, he's going to go do some cocaine? That's great. I love cocaine. <laughs> no need for me to knock. <laughs> and that dude busted into a bathroom and found out what Crohn's disease was. <laughs> right? And he walks in, he sees it. it's a disgusting scene. I just go into the bathroom and I'm start freaking out because I've been keeping this secret now. Everyone's gonna know this disgusting thing. Everyone's gonna know what I do. And I'm having like a panic attack and he, he looks at me and then the toilet and then back at me. And this weird thing happened. He just starts nodding. He just, he goes, oh, okay. I go, what? And he just goes, you must do a lot of cocaine. <laughs> He's like, you caught me. It's crazy. I don't do cocaine. I, I've decided it's the one drug I don't want to do, you know, because I've been thinking about it. I know a lot of people that smoke weed, and those people spend a lot of time talking about why, where, why marijuana should be legal, right? Like, they won't stop talking about it. And I also, I don't know about you guys, but I also know a fair amount of people that do cocaine, you know? And I've not once heard one of those people say that cocaine should be legal. <laughs> you know, the most they say about it is they'll be like, I don't even do it that much. <laughs> it's a terrifying endorsement of something. <laughs> I do think, I'm gonna start doing more drugs in my life. I'm trying to, trying to do things, trying to change things up. I'm trying to be more honest lately. You know, trying to be an honest guy. Like I was texting this girl the other day, just trying to be upfront with her, and I was like, hey, I just want to be upfront with you that I'm very dumb. <laughs> is that gonna be a deal breaker? <laughs> And then she texted me back, and she was like, actually, I don't have deal breakers. <laughs> oh. 
And I was like, oh good. <laughs> You're dumb too. <laughs> This will work out. I like, I'm a big fan of, I like talking to girls, but we have kind of dirty talk. We know dirty talk in here. We know it, yeah? Dirty talk, if you guys don't know, it's very cool. It's a combination of my two favorite pastimes of whispering and lying. <laughs> That's cool, right? You can't be honest during dirty talk, you know? Like a girl can't be like, what are you gonna do to me? You can't just look at her and be like, try my best. <laughs> mm, that won't work. I do like it better when people do it to me, though. Some people hate that. I was with this girl once, and she was like, what are you into sexually? And I was like, I kind of like it when girls are like a little bit mean to me during sex. And she was like, ew, what the fuck? <laughs> That's the grossest thing I've ever heard. You're a pig. And I was just like, yeah. <laughs> you picked that up quick. All right, here's, here's, the real, here's the real last joke. I'll tell you guys about what happened to me today. <laughs> Here it is. Here's the real last joke. <laughs> Here it is. Okay. Here's the, we're really going to swing it. We're going to swing at this next one. <laughs> we're going to swing. Okay. Here, here we go. So I was doing some online banking today. <laughs> we all know online banking. I had to answer some security questions. Oh wait, I just remember what day it is and I'm not gonna do this joke. <laughs> so I have anxiety, does anyone in here have anxiety? <laughs> yeah, okay, I have anxiety, it's great. I see a therapist for it. I think everyone who has anxiety should do that. You know, it's very helpful. Not everything she tells me to do is helpful. You know, like recently, uh, she told me, the one thing I don't like though, she told me to start carrying around an anxiety notebook. I don't know if you guys know what this is. It's a little notebook where throughout the day you're supposed to write down all the things that make you anxious. That's the scared nod of someone who knows, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't like it because, like, the idea of it's good. Yeah, the idea of it's great. The idea... Yeah, well, because, yeah, yeah the, the thing. The idea is, like, you get that energy out there. You have a list of your triggers. That's good. But the reality of it is right now in my back pocket, I just have this little mole skin that is just full of the sentence, I think somebody saw me writing in my anxiety notebook. <laughs> That's great. Okay, thank you so much. <laughs> How about, hey, can I give you guys some, some insider information, insider information yeah. about the way his set went? You guys remember when he was like, that's, that, 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 that's that, I can't end on that? I, yeah. That's not what he said, that's what well, he meant. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when he said, that's not my last joke. What did you say, Josh? You said? That's not my real last Do you guys yeah. get, you guys understand the point of this set that we're talking about, It right? was a lie. <laughs> Yeah, if, hey, Joe, do me a favor. Uh, one out of ten, what would you give Josh's set? Oh, don't do that to him. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that to him. Uh, if you don't want to be a good host, that's fine. Hey, are you guys ready for your next comic? Oh, my God. This next comic runs the best show in the whole city. Hey, go fuck yourself. Colleen Comedy, one city. of my best friends in the whole world. I want you to give us a loud round of applause for Sonal Agarwal. Me and Max Friedman are best friends. I did not know that, y'all. So, happy 9-11. Jesus. Well, you know, somebody's birthday, probably. And I, my beautiful chocolate dip self, went to a wedding on this day one year ago. And I'm sure we can all guess why. Because they got a great deal. That's just 100% true, oh my God, that's, Indians are so hilarious, my God. You guys, I'm, I'm feeling good, you guys feeling good? You guys loving your hosts? Hot, hot Max and 
Hot Noodleman, we'll do a poll later. Who's hotter? Who's hot? Who's not? Right. I uh, had a birthday, you know, uh, before. Before. <laughs> it was a couple of weeks ago, but I'm a Leo, so I'm still talking about it, right? You guys want to play everyone's least favorite game? Guess! Well, I'll guess on the count of three how old I turn. How's that for fun? Okay, you don't have to play. Whoever made the sound. <laughs> we got hands in the air. We're like, oh, I'm ready to guess. Okay, you guys ready? One, two, three. What? I live in the hood? That's not a number. Oh, okay. What game is the point? Okay, cool. Well, we were playing a little game called Guess How Many Years Old or Young I Am. So, 25. Cool. That's very sweet. Okay, we're, almost, we're done with the game now. The answer is... <laughs> great game. Well done, everybody. The answer is 34. You can clap or not. Whatever. Uh, Asian doesn't raisin. We have sayings, too. <laughs> uh, as you can tell, I grew up uh, in a faraway, exotic land called the Greater Chicagoland Area. Or the suburbs. I grew up in the suburbs. I am from here, y'all. Kind of, you know, from the suburbs. Some might call me an American hero. Willowbrook. Why, well, y'all like, yeah, I know that one. It's so different from all the other ones. So specific, you know, that layout of the Mariano's, Michael's, just really, mwah. You know you're in the brook. So I left for a very long time, right? I left for a long ass time. It's intense growing up in this country. It was no big deal growing up. You know, bullying, that's just a universal truth. We've all been somewhere on the spectrum. You've all been bullies or been bullied or been a bully to the bullies. You know, it happens, it's inevitable. Kids are dicks to me, they'd be like, hey, so we don't want to go to your house because it smells like curry. <laughs> and I'd be like, good one, Tyler. I don't want to go to your house because it smells like Diet Coke and divorce. Yeah! Two can be dicks. Let's see who can be the bigger asshole. Fun game. Then we go to like my cousin Anjali's house and it's like, oh my God, is this what our house smells like? No wonder nobody wants to come over. <laughs> Diet Coke incense, then we'll be normal, right? 15 years from now when Tyler wants to come over to my house for curry, I of course will open my home and heart with compassion, which is like judgment, but more spiritual. <laughs> and now, oh my God, you guys, I mean, it's so, it's funny like being Indian, right? I gotta like, we get the good stereotypes, like, oh, so we're doing a barbecue, but you're, you're vegetarian, right? And it's like, what's that supposed to mean? What are you talking, I'll kick the shit out of this cat right now. Give me that cat, pow. I don't do that. I'm just saying that I guess I could. Like, it's a very weird thing to be like, give me that sausage, ah! I don't think it's a good industry, you know, but there you go, complicated. I came off stage recently and this very enthusiastic uh, young lady came off to the side of stage to come speak to me. She was like a Becky, you know, very enthusiastic. She was like, oh my God, can I just say that you were so funny? Oh my God, you're so funny, you were so funny. And I'm like chameleon, you know, so I like adapt to my environment. So I was like, oh my God, thank you so much. Oh my God. And then she's like, can I just say that I've only ever dated brown guys? Uh, where, um, where are we going? Where is this ride going? I'm all in. Oh my God, Becky, where are we going? Where the fuck are we going? And funny that you think that I would relate to that. Like, do they look like they're into me? No, 
No, they are not. No, they are not. They're into you, Becky. They're into you. And then she gets kind of like starry-eyed and she's like a couple drinks in, you know, and she's like, I just, I just, I just always wanted to be an Indian princess, you know? And then she did one of these. And I was like, what the fuck? Be where, where have we gone? Becky, come back. Becky, come, Becky, come back. You know what? Come on, we can go for a ride in my carriage along the, around the block. You know, we'll go for a little spin. I'll let you try on some of my sparkly outfits. It'll be great. My life is very regal, girl, you know. And then she's like, she's like, oh my God, are you single? Are you single? I have to introduce you to my friend, Sai. He's a doctor. He would totally love you. Oh my God, I have to introduce you to him. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Becky, what you need? Phone number, address, bio data. I got you, girl. Let's do this. Let's do this. I don't actually identify as single. I just haven't taken a lover recently. It's like way hotter, right? I mean, who says single? Don't say that shit. It's a boring word. You know, like relationship to self. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot of stuff going on. We're never alone. Oh, God, I'm going off into like my little hippie space hippie <laughs> rants. Now I'm living with brown people. That's pretty cool. We've known each other a long time. They're my mom and dad. <laughs> That's like the new, that's the new dream, isn't it? Like we like get along now. And we, you know, it's not like their dream, obviously. They didn't like leave everything in India to go to America where a daughter will be a doctor or a surgeon, which is also a doctor, but more fancy. <laughs> it's like even now I'm like, mom, dad, I got this dope show in this like warehouse space with art and we're butchering comedy, we're doing it. And my mom's like, you can still be a dentist like texting me and shit, sending me a little like whispering outside of my door. But they're actually very cool. They're very, you know, dad, we didn't talk much during my 20s, but I knew we would eventually, right? Like they don't support the process, but they support the product. For a long time, it was like, oh God, we are so ashamed. We are so ashamed of this. She's at Laugh Factory, Chicago. Oh, now we're proud. It's like, yeah, 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 sure, 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 sure. We're cool now. Dad's, you know, does anybody have um, immigrant parents? Any, any like foreign as people, more foreign than my parents in the building? Welcome to America! Sushi burrito! The dream is so shiny. I mean, they're the best. Like, my parents are both from the north of India and, you know, they are the original comedians. They get to learn a new language and mash it the fuck up and say like whatever they want, you know, and dad will come and say stuff like, when you do your comedy tonight, I want you to make that audience like eggs. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, I don't know what that means. It's like, are crack them up? <laughs> oh my God. I am a dad joke. That is my brand. <laughs> Hashtag hash brown. Jesus, and I didn't laugh in the moment, right? Because you can't, you can't give them that validation. I'm like, oh, dad, that was so stupid, you're so stupid. I'm like Tyler from my past. And he's like, when he's not, when they're not yelling at you, they're so charming, they're so sweet. Dads, oh my God, who knew? And he looks at me and he's like, you can't stay mad at dad. I'm only yoking. And I was like, that's pretty good. I'm gonna use that forever now. We've transitioned, you know, it's less fighting, more loving. I mean, the fighting is there, the fighting is glorious. It needs to happen, right? Fighting is also a love language. 
but the loving is more. It's tough. It's tough being a lady. You know, you make the mistake of making direct eye contact with a dude, and it's like, oh, well, she must want to fuck. <laughs> you know, but I, I got a lot of, you know, must be tough being a dude going around the place, you know, like, I want to fuck. <laughs> Everything else, I got a lot of compassion, you know, it's tough. And it's tough setting boundaries, right? Because we try to be nice, women were nice, and then we turn into bitches. Oh, that's not sustainable. We don't want to be bitches, right? How do you ditch the bitch? Embrace the bliss, it's tough. So I feel very fortunate. I've had some cool teachers, like my friend Encarna, who's like this Spanish gypsy woman. You know the flamenco dancer emoji on your phone? That's Encarna. She's from Granada, Spain, and she came over with like, she doesn't speak languages, but she communicates, you know? So she's like, no English, but yes English. I want, I just English. It's like, okay, let's go. Let's go travel around. This is gonna be awesome. So Encarna and I were like in this hippie town in California, right? It's a hot spring. There is hot water coming out of the earth. Dope, right? This is a clothing optional community. We are naked, y'all. We're doing our little thing. We're doing like our little goddess dance, communing with the elements celebrating the water, and then there's this approaching dude. Dun-dun-dun. Maybe well-intentioned, right? But the vibe was creeper, right? And he's like, he's like, oh my God, what are you guys, what are you guys doing? Can I, can I join? Can I join you guys? And I'm not as evolved as Incarna, right? So I'm like, get the fuck away from me. Oh, no boys allowed. Oh, sick. Incarna. She's my master, right? She is so dope. This is 100% true, I swear to all the gods. She's standing like this. She turns around. She's like, my brother. No. No, no, thank you, thank you, no. No. She took his hands, folded them into a, we're naked. Remember, we're like naked as hell. She takes his hands, folds them into a namaste, turns them around and is like, namaste, get the fuck out of here. And it was like the most spiritual get the fuck out of here I'd ever seen, you guys. You can still be a hater from the bottom of your heart. That is dope. So that's my lesson. Before I get out of here, you know, I just gotta keep it going. I'm gonna bring up your next dudes, Joe Noodleman and Max Friedman. Give it up, who's out, who's not, my name's up. Keep it going for her. Clap for her. That's great. What are you looking at me for? You're one of my best friends. Oh, that's sweet. This is just a moment we're having. (laughs) (laughs) Josh, cut it, Josh. Zinflane drops a Jupiter between every comic, and we told him not to do that, and then he's like, "That's I'm just going to do it the whole show. Yeah, he just insisted. We didn't ask him to do anything. Thanks, man. Fucking stop it, Josh! No, don't do that. It's getting weird, Max. Yeah. I feel like the show's gone off the rails. Do you guys feel that way? No. no. Do you it's... guys feel that we're <laughs> That's a resounding yes when someone yeah. just makes a noise. Has <laughs> yeah. it gone off the rails? I'm a bird. <laughs> it's gone off the rails. Uh, hey, we got two more. What? Just bring up the next guy. That's what I'm doing. Okay, then do it. I'm. N- we got two more comics left. Does it sound good to you? Yeah, yeah that's great. This next guy. 
Oh my God, he's been on the Chicago Nerd Fest. He's doing the Chicago Nerd Fest this weekend. Chicago Nerd Fest. It's this right? weekend. Right? It's this week. Yeah, he's this, very big deal this weekend. He's a very funny comic. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bu buckle your seatbelts and start clapping. Right now for, for Jamie, Jamie Carbone. Carbone. <laughs> Hey guys, keep it going for all the other comics you've seen tonight. And keep it going for Max torpedoing his own show. How you guys, yeah? We all got the same vibe, right? Hey guys, uh, my name is Jamie. A little bit about me up top is that I come from West Virginia originally. And that's, what? Oh, are you from there? Or are you just a fan of a John Denver song? Well, you should like the song, you should not like the state. And you will hear why in a bit. Uh, for those of you who, have, who don't know, West Virginia is a state so white that it makes the cast of Friends look diverse, you know? It's just like, look, they've got two Jews. How cosmopolitan. <laughs> and every time I meet someone who's been there, they always tell me the same thing, which is, oh, the land is beautiful which is like a secret code we have where they're letting me know that the people are horrifying. <laughs> and they are absolutely correct. Like, I still vote there just because their elections are more exciting, you know? You guys vote for things like mayors and senators. And I'll just get a ballot that shows up in my mail that's just like, hey, should we fill this old coal mine full of mannequins? <laughs> hey, we've been thinking about having one of them Hunger Games. How y'all feel about that? <laughs> Feels good, West Virginia. Feels right. I don't know, here's the thing though. People are right when they say that it's beautiful. It is. If you get a chance to like drive through it or check it out, I suggest it. You know, hike some trails, whitewater raft if you can from the safety of your car. Because you don't want to meet these people and they definitely do not want to meet you. Like if they could, they would just change the state motto to West Virginia, what are you looking at, pussy? And the state animal would just be a man with no sleeves licking a knife. So, I do not uh, recommend it. I, uh, I will say this, one thing for West Virginia though is that it made me kind of an outdoorsy guy. Like kind of, you guys have eyes, you can see me, but kind of. Uh, like I love swimming, I love going to the pool. I am one of those fat guys who swims with the t-shirt on. Not because I have low self-esteem or anything, I just want everyone else at the pool to know that I think Skinnerd rules. That was just like that. It was just a nod of agreement. Thank you, sir. Glad I finally have someone on my back on this Leonard Skinner issue. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. Uh, but here's the thing. Like, I love being outside except for one thing. I don't know about you guys, but I get a lot of bug bites. Like, mosquitoes eat me alive. Like, I don't know about you guys, but growing up, my grandmother always told me that I had a, a bit of the sweet blood which turns out is just like an old-fashioned folksy way of saying likely to develop type 2 diabetes. <laughs> and I hate being bitten, but I love scratching at it, you know what I mean? Like, I love it. Like, I love it more than sex. Not all sex, just the sex that I personally am physically capable of having. Like, look at me, I can do maybe three positions, you know? Missionary, cowgirl, cowgirl missionary which is where me and a lady travel back in time to Wild West days and convert Native Americans to accepting Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior 
and it is pretty hot. So, <laughs> give it a try. I, uh, every time I tell that joke, I do, I do want to add that I do have real sex. I do. I just don't think I'm very good at it, because I had an ex-girlfriend who uh, one day was like, I want to try mixing things up. I want to try, try role-playing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pretend to be a sexy burglar who breaks into your apartment, and you have to seduce me into stopping. And I was like, yeah. But also, I'm a method actor. So when she told me that, I went full DEFCON home alone. I tied paint cans to my ceiling. I bought a tarantula. I called up Joe Pesci just to get some advice. Guys, he made a Snickers commercial. He is not happy. But my plan went off perfectly, and as she was escaping in front of my apartment, one of my crazy old neighbors hit her over the back of the head with a snow shovel. Talked about how his kids never call. He wasn't part of my plan. I just live in a really bad neighborhood. But as she was drifting into unconsciousness, I put that tarantula on her face and said, keep the change, you filthy animal. <laughs> and that is every major plot point from the first Home Alone. Thank you. That's all of them. We're thinking about doing it again next year in New York, so that'll be fun. I, uh, Guys, uh, just so you know something, um, is that I, uh, I love art. I'm really excited to be in this art gallery. I love a lot of what's going on here. I am one of those people who believes that video games are art. Thank you, yeah. Because I think anything that makes you feel is art, you know? And I, video games have made me feel uh, happy, they've made me feel angry, they've made me feel sad. But maybe a little too sad, because a few months ago, I didn't leave my apartment for 72 hours because a video game made me that depressed. Like, I could just feel respect leave the room after I said that. Like, society wouldn't give a damn about Ernest Hemingway if his suicide note ended with, P.S. Donkey Kong Country is too hard. <laughs> and that's not the best comparison, because, like, video games have never made me want to kill myself. Just the people I play video games with online have only made me want to kill myself. <laughs> I was playing Halo seven years ago. Seven years ago, I was on a team, I was making friends, I was given some strategy, and this stranger heard my voice and said, yo, that lady sounds like she's drowning in SpaghettiOs. <laughs> And I think about that man every day. <laughs> I will say this, though. Uh, as, much, as much as video games have made me sad, they've made me, like, really happy, too. Like, Mario was the first person I could ever relate to in popular culture, you know, because we just had so much in common. Like, we're both uh, chubby Italian guys. Uh, we both do a lot of parkour in our free time. <laughs> but I just want to give, like, a shout-out to the nation of Japan for making Mario a thing, because there is no way anybody in America ever would have approved those games, you know? Just like, all right, Tom, what ideas do you have for us this week? <laughs> all right, do you remember that plumber we had fight that gorilla in that abandoned construction yard? What if we put him in a magic kingdom where he had to fight an army of turtles to rescue a princess? I'll be honest, Tom, I don't love it. <laughs> all right, what if we had that plumber get all of his friends together and they went go-karting? Or we gave that plumber a dinosaur that is afraid of haunted houses. <laughs> or we had that plumber dress up like a raccoon and fight the sun. 
Or we have that plumber play tennis or golf or football or more go-karting. What if we had that plumber throw a party? But it's not a party. It's a board game that destroys friendships and will lead to one awkward situation in West Virginia in 1999 where a very worked up 11 year old accidentally calls his mom the C word. I'll be honest, Tom, I don't love any of these. All right. There's this doctor and he fights every disease by just shoving pills down people's throats. Oh, he sounds like a really bad doctor. That's because he's actually a plumber. So, thank you, Japan, for giving me the will to live, I guess. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, uh, guys, I, uh, I work an office job, and I do not fit in, you know? Like every morning as people are talking about what the weather's supposed to be like this weekend, what the traffic was like driving in, I am standing there with every fiber of my being going, do not talk about werewolves right now. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear your theories. <laughs> no matter how accurate they may be. I think my biggest problem is that I've had a lot of cool jobs, so I feel like I'm slumming it now. Like I worked in a comic book shop for four years, and that was awesome. Because every day I could just talk about my zombie survival plan and earn that paycheck. <laughs> but when I do that at this job, I get told things like, uh, hey, stop wasting company time. Or what do you mean you hit a gun in the office? So <laughs> it's not great. It's not ideal. I don't know. I think my biggest problem is that I always assumed if I was ever going to work in a cubicle, I, just, I guess I hoped by default I'd just be like the coolest guy there, you know? People would be like, hey... Who's that badass in the corner? Yo, that's Carbone. In the weekends, he plays in a pretty good My Chemical Romance cover band. And he's really good at Excel. But the reality is more like, hey, who is that big guy who hums to himself all day? Yo, that's Carbone. He does not like to make eye contact and he's really good at Excel. So, follow your dreams. I, uh, here's the thing though, I, I don't even work a real office job. I moved to Chicago a little over four years ago and for most of that time I've been a temp and that is too long <laughs> to be doing that. Uh, but I just got the light so I'm gonna do a better joke because I got the time. Guys, I, uh, I am a, a fat narcissist, which I You know, skinny people can just look in a mirror and feel good about themselves, but me, do you guys know how hard it is to be confident when at any moment there's like a 90% chance there is mayonnaise somewhere on my face? <laughs> like, I don't have what you would call Hollywood good looks, you know? I have what I like to call Colonial Williamsburg good looks. Like, dude, if I were to come up to you and be like, hi, I'm a time-traveling Benjamin Franklin, you'd be like, yeah, I see it. <laughs> and it is hard to date when you look like this because there are no women out there with founding father issues. <laughs> I also don't love that I said that, but we're past it. Here's the thing though, um, like I'm trying to lose weight, it's going okay, I'm down, I'm not gonna say numbers, but it's enough where I look good. Um, but I was walking down the street the other day and this kid and mom ran past me and I guess the kid wasn't going fast enough because the mom turned, pointed right at me 
and said, you better hurry up or that fat man's gonna get you. <laughs> and I was devastated. I was emotionally destroyed. But I feel way worse for this kid because her mother is teaching her that fat men abduct children. Which means Christmas must be fucking terrifying. Still, I used to have like super low self-esteem, like real bad. And then I went to my high school reunion a few months ago and uh, everyone has kind of started to look like me. You know, they've gained weight, they've lost their hair and I'm realizing that I'm fat handsome. Do you guys know Fat Handsome, like um, Seth Rogen uh, or Pumbaa from The Lion King? You know, Fat Handsome. <laughs> Honestly, it's so much easier to live this way. Like, you know, people, I don't have to go to the gym or waste money on expensive haircuts. I can just eat a whole pizza and have eyes that look like a storm on the ocean. <laughs> like, genetically, wizard eyes are the way to go, you know? Do you know how many people want to make out with a middle-aged Harry Potter? Some, so... <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know. Here's the thing, though. I'm a dumb adult. I was a dumb kid. I, uh, like, growing up, my favorite superhero was Wolverine. We all know Wolverine, cool guy. But, like, I didn't know he was named after an actual animal. I thought he was a combination of the words wolves and marines, which I think we can all agree is a way better name for that guy. You know, like, all right, I've created this dude. Knives come out of his hands. Do you want to name him after a weird Canadian badger? Or the most elite trained squad of wolves that the world has ever seen? I guess the silver lining to that, though, is that I own the name Wolf Marine. That's mine to do whatever I want with. I'm actually working on the Wolf Marine screenplay right now. I'm pretty proud of it. It's about this wolf who joins this pack, and they don't trust him initially because he's better than them. He's, like, more trained. But eventually, he earns their respect, and he earns their love. And at the end of the day, he saves the girl. And I sent this off to a buddy just to get it peer-reviewed real quick, and he responded almost immediately, hey, man, this is the script for Balto. So, <laughs> back to the drawing board. I, uh... <laughs> I love movies. I have, a, I have uh, actually, honestly, I have a pretty healthy relationship with my parents that is built on equal parts trust and respect and me never telling them a goddamn thing about my life. And it has worked out beautifully. Like, being a huge nerd growing up really helped because I could just uh, tell my folks I was going out and they assumed that meant I was, like, playing video games in someone's basement, not getting high behind a gymnasium, playing fuck, marry, kill with every Disney princess. And for those of you that are curious, it is, uh, it's fuck Mulan, uh, marry Mulan, <laughs> kill Mulan. Guys, she dishonored her family. <laughs> but here's the thing, I got like super depressed my sophomore year of high school, and I didn't talk to my parents about it, and like that's on me, because I... I felt really sad, but I didn't want to like worry them, so I never told them anything. And I accept the blame for that, but I feel like it might be just a little bit on them because like the signs were there, you know? I started wearing an all-black fedora and trench coat. Nobody who dresses like that is fine. <laughs> I just looked like the saddest private eye. <laughs> just trying to crack the case of, hey, what's everybody doing later? So... But here's the thing, I did, I did actually, I just started therapy. Three months ago, I started therapy. Thank you. It feels 
great. I, uh, here's the thing, though. For 29 years, every time I felt sad, instead of bothering people with it, I just consumed as much nerd shit as possible. Movies, video games, comic books. And it led to a very weird uh, moment during my first session where my therapist asked me what the happiest moment of my entire life was. And it wasn't when I graduated college or when I married my wife, but it was last May when I went to Disney World and a man dressed like Chewbacca hugged me. <laughs> and I felt the safest I had in my entire life. But here's the thing, here's the reason I finally started therapy, which was um, uh, three months ago, I realized I was in love with two women. And uh, I didn't wanna hurt either of them and potentially lose them from my life, so I tried to take the coward's way out and I tried to kill myself. And I know suicide makes some people uncomfortable, um, but I think we can all agree that like, we know people who have committed it, who have thought about it, some of us have probably considered it. So I think like, we as a group uh, can accept suicide needs to be discussed. But I think we as a group can also agree that because two women love me is the worst reason to kill yourself. You know? Just like, how do you eulogize that guy? Here lies Jamie Carbone. He couldn't handle the basic premise of Archie Comics. Rest in peace, you fucking jughead, you know? All right, thanks, guys. I'm Jamie. Thank you, good Good night. That was our show. Yep. You guys have a good time? You want to clap for all the comics? You want to go through that? Oh, let's, let's talk. Let's do some... some Groundskeeping. Oh, it's going so well. That's not the phrase. <laughs> hey, well, we, you guys, you, a lot of you guys have been here before. You guys we know we do this every, every Monday, mm -hmm. well, every the start second, of the month. Second every, Monday, every month. You should know when the show Second happens. Monday. Yeah. How do you guys feel if we switch to a Thursday? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? It, was, it doesn't, doesn't work? work so you, you don't want... What is that supposed to mean? Well, that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, we would just that's like, we would that's permanently move to Thursdays. Would that be okay? Yeah. No? So you're saying you wouldn't come if it was on Thursday? Yeah, it work. Thursday night. You sound, I don't know who that was, but you sound stronger than you look. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was that the guy with the mustache? Oh. Who is, it doesn't matter. Uh, well, man, we'll, we'll think it over. Yeah, we'll let you get... Regardless, the best way we... <laughs> we're going to have an email list tonight. Yeah. We'd really appreciate it if you signed up. We'll let you know. Listen, we'll probably they, keep it Monday. Things have been changing, right? <laughs> <laughs> you look so angry at me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What? You said you going to have Oh, we're going to have an email yeah, list. So if you, the best way, if you want to follow, like, because maybe we'll stay on Monday. We might go to Thursday. But if you want to we'll know send, the best way... And we can send you lineups. I'll you send you, like, happening. selfies that Joe yeah. and I take together. It'll be great. Anyways, we'll figure it out. It, I don't. We'll, we got it. Do you want to uh, do the show for you? Monday. <laughs> kind of it. Uh, anyways, this is a fun show, right? right. Just do me a favor. Let's Get clap. Let's clap one more time for Sono Agarwal, Josh, Josh Edges, Jamie, Jamie Carbone, and Danny Callis. I'm Joe, and that's Max. Have a good night. Thank you so much.